found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Welcome uh, to a Monday uh, here on the Ken Miller Show. It's Trent Conant and myself with you for the next couple of hours as we are Monday through Friday, each and every Monday through Friday, noon to two local sports with you. A lot of NFL on the uh, show coming up today. We'll focus on the local teams, but we will move around the NFL. Uh, We will talk to Mark Morehouse on Iowa, Josh Jackson, Josie Jewell, uh, AP team has just been announced, the AP All-American team. Both of those Hawkeyes have uh, made their way to that team. Uh, Ronnie Lott Trophy awarded last night also goes to Josie Jules. So a productive weekend out of the senior middle linebacker uh, that didn't have a home until very late in the recruiting process. Let that one sink in. Uh, Mark Morehouse... 1220. Bama Bob will be here at 1240. We'll go around college football. Uh, not a lot to get to, but you know what? It's college football, and it's um, it's going to be over. Well, it is you know, for all intents and purposes. But we're not going to let it end here until it's absolutely time to let it end. Bama 1240. And then Dylan Monson, Iowa State at 120. Trent Conan is with me, as he always is. Lots to get to, Trent. I do want to talk about the... Um, Uh, The baseball winter meetings at some point, probably save that for the 1 o'clock hour. Mm -hmm. I I purposely um, only schedule three guests for us today because uh, after a weekend, there's usually lots to discuss, and today is no different. How was your weekend? Uh, It was good. Kind of an enjoyable sports weekend overall. A little of everything. Army-Navy proved to be entertaining. It was really fun, wasn't it? Yeah. And many times a game of any kind goes down to the last-second field goal Mm -hmm. to win or lose, right? Uh, they're pretty good, and it just magnifies it when it's those two schools and the those snow. two institutions. Well, the snow and the snow yeah. took a different, entirely different <laughs> level yesterday. Trent, I couldn't turn it off. I really and I, I was, wanted to watch Vikings, Carolina, mm-hmm. Raiders, Chiefs. Obviously, moved my le- needle a little bit, but when I saw the snow coming down to the extent that it was in Buffalo, even though it's two absolutely crap teams, although the Bills still have a chance. Um, but it doesn't matter. I it mean, doesn't matter, does it? And it's I was just the same great way. De- theater. I've been watching this thing for 40 minutes. I can't turn away. Right. Yeah, I got I got stuck in that, too. It just, I don't know what it is, but they're just something mm. so entertaining. Yep. They're not doing anything. And just, how about the Buffalo fans, too? Oh, I'm yeah. Just sticking it out the way that they did. And, and granted, the corner, the corner of the upper deck before the game, right at kickoff, you know, they, those were empty. And mm-hmm. they, I'm sure, it was, you know, people left throughout the game, but... A lot of them stayed, man. That's a hearty bunch yes, of NFL it fans. And they would tell you that they have to be when you consider the team that they root for back yeah. to back to back to back. Super Bowl losses. And since then, it uh, hasn't been very good. It's what? been terrible, hasn't Last it? playoff appearance, 2000? Was it uh, the Miracle Year? Yeah. I think, yeah. right? Yep. Ugh. Tennessee? Yeah, Tennessee. Frank White. Music series. Is Music City Miracle. Chucking it over to, was it Mason? I believe it was, yeah. yeah, Derek Mason. Cross the field, up yep. he went. No, great guy, great, phenomenal finish, just phenomenal and they finish. haven't seen the playoffs since. No, they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, well, they got a chance. They got a they chance do. for that six, but they're in the wrong, boy, the AFC. They are so inferior this year, although, you know, right at the top, we're talking about Pittsburgh and New England, mm-hmm. I get that. But boy, the NFC has so much juice this year. It yeah. really and truly does. And now with Carson Wentz becoming, let me run this list by you. Uh, of quarterbacks that are not going to finish the year. And Andrew Luck's case never started the year. Luck, Tannehill, both didn't start the year. Bradford played one game in, what, a quarter? Mm-hmm. 
uh, Carson Palmer, Aaron Rodgers. We know Deshaun Watson. Josh McCown broke his left hand yesterday. Yeah. He's done. Um, and and now, unfortunately, add Carson Wentz to that list. And, you know, what does this do for the NFC? I like Nick, Fol- Nick Foles. If you've got a backup quarterback, your fortune in this league. And I think the Eagles do. Yes. Where are you on Foles? He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way to describe him. Fine. He's fine. Right. He had the that one great year with Chip Kelly where he won mm-hmm. like 28 touchdowns mm-hmm. and three interceptions. And you then, remember in Arizona? I think you were probably yeah. at the game, if I recall. Yes, yes, yeah, down there in Tucson. Yeah. And that fan base. I, I've told you about the Big Ten fan base. That was the worst fan base I've ever run. I've heard that from a number of people, Hawkeye fans, who were at yeah. that game. Arizona State fans, eh, it was all right. Mm-hmm. They took it to a different level. Yeah. But, yeah, that game. And I didn't think Foles was an NFL quarterback at that time. He was like, oh, he's good. Mm-hmm. He's proved to be an NFL quarterback. He's, and and okay. a guy that... He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> and with this Eagles team, with if that front is healthy defensively, they can still cause some problems. It's wide open now. Vikings fans are disappointed about yesterday. Boy, they, they had just... It was a weird game. And because I was stuck on the snow game, I didn't see as much as I probably wanted Self-inflicted, to. Self-inflicted, Trent. Yes, have the touchdown, Thielen, and no, he actually bobbled it right at the and end. And that was the right call. It, it was, was the right call. It was. Yeah. The face, the back-to-back face masks to extend drives yeah. early in the football game. Um, Cam Newton letting him go yeah, untethered for 60 game, years, 60, something. 60 yards, whatever right. it was. I mean, it, <laughs> you can't do that. No, you just can't. No. So Jonathan Stewart breaking through the line yes. on a short yardage play, and there was nobody there, no safeties home to bring him down, and that was another young, uh, long run for, I think that was the first touchdown of the game, if memory serves. Funches on the touchdown. Ke- Funches on the touchdown. Case Keenum throwing a pick early in the football yeah. game. You they know, didn't play well, and they were right there, though. Right. I, I, I mean, it's tied 20, was it 21 or 24? 24. 24 apiece. Yeah. And the Vikings put up 10 points in the matter of, what, a minute and a half? Yep. I'm thinking to myself, all right, you know what this is? Why don't we? This is a pretty good opportunity. Maybe see Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Not to let him play, but he hasn't played in a long time. Just to get you know into an NFL game and, and see some live action. I thought that might be an opportunity to do that. But all of a sudden, boom, it's 24 apiece. And then you mentioned the play where Cam Newton goes 62 yards. He says he pulled up himself. He didn't want to score and leave them too much time. I think he got caught from behind. He but. Got caught uh, behind. <laughs> Uh, Cam Newton. Uh, did you see his hat? Afterwards? I did. I did see that. The fez. It looked like a Shriner. Yes. <laughs> my dad's uh, my dad's fez when he was a Shriner. Running around didn't in little scooters. Yeah. yeah. No, what was my, my dad was a drummer. He was in. Uh, okay. Yeah, he was. I don't know what he was in the parade anyways. Um, but yeah, good luck on, on Cam. I don't think we could pull it off. No, I don't think we no, could. I don't no. think we would want to. No. Um, as we bounce around here, I got to mention Garza yesterday for Iowa. Yeah. You know, we both felt that there's a guy that's losing his minutes. Mm-hmm. He's losing his spot in, in McCaffrey's rotation. I don't know who they beat. Southern. Well, I mean, I know they're Southern, but I don't know what Southern's going to be at the end of the year. They'll be a bad SWAC team. It'll be a, another bad SWAC team. Yes. Um, but Garza looked really good. Yeah. I'm 19 minutes, 22, 23 points. He, was, he shot the ball well. You know, we've seen him take a few jumpers. Just hasn't been yeah. very good, but he was confident he was going into things. It's a bad team that they beat, mm-hmm. but some positive momentum. And maybe even bigger than Garza is getting Connor McCaffrey on the floor. Right. And him getting some Excellent minutes. Excellent point. Yep. And you could tell he looks skinny. I mean, from 
Watching what was him his box score. I think he had four points, four assists, you know, something along those lines. Uh, he's one for one. Yeah, yep. it was a three. Yeah, uh, a couple of a couple of free throws he made. Uh, uh, three rebounds. How many assists? Four assists. One turnover. So he in he, seventeen minutes. When because I watched obviously closely because this is kind of the one thing we've been waiting to see mm-hmm. is if he can be a guy that can help out. Very crisp ball movement when he was in there. They Southern was basically playing zone. I think almost every time that he was in the game, but was able to get it to the high post a lot of times. And he just had a couple of no-look passes that were very good. You can see he's a point guard. He, he is a point guard. And though he is has he limitations. Is he the point guard, Trent? I don't think so, no. Okay. I, I don't think he's a guy that's going to get 20-plus minutes a game. But six minutes a half? Yeah. You do that with him. Mm-hmm. Have Ellingson at times, Bohannon at times. Boy, when Bohannon gets couldn't show where the crap is. Right, right. And that'll come, but... I, at least positive to see, all right, here's a guy finally getting his first real minutes in a regular season game, and you can see what he can be for the team. He's not going to break people down. He's not going to be still what they need, that guy that can do that. Isaiah Moss, I thought, again, fell in love with the jump shot too much yesterday. That needs to be better. Where was he yesterday? Uh, four, and he, four, he hit three, four, I, ten. Yeah, he hit four threes. I mean, yep. but nine of his ten shots were from three. That's the problem. It's too many. Yes, and I think Stephen Bardo said that in the telecast, too. Get he's he's more than just a shooter. Get to the rim. Go off the bounce. Well, Bardo's done a lot of Iowa games. He does. <laughs> you know, do you ever just you do you and Jimmy B ever have Bardo on? No, and and actually I got I, I don't understand because now this is a Brinson story, right? Yes, I have yeah, no yeah. idea if it's true or not. Sure. Um, you know how it is working with Jimmy yes. B. I mean, half the things he said maybe have a little sliver of truth in him. Most of them are complete BS. <laughs> he says he broke Bardo into the business. Yes. Has he told you that one? He's told me that. Yeah. And then I say, well, why don't you get him on? Exactly. I will. Right. Him lifted you know a finger. He, you know who else he brought into the business? Now, to his credit, he did have him. I think we had him twice when we were down the dial. It's it's a pretty big name yeah. in sports. I mean, we hear him every Saturday in the fall and for sure every Sunday in the fall. And Princeton will tell you that he broke him into the business. Big mm. name. Football. Tim Brando. No. Okay. Mike Pereira. Really? Mike Pereira is Brinson's pal. Odd. It is odd, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But no, he uh we we had uh, Pereira, I don't know, probably two or three times, once a yeah. year. I think Brinson and I worked together three years before boom, just left. He disappeared. <laughs> just left. Uh it was odd. It was fun though. It was during, I mean, solo during football season. That yeah. wasn't, you know, too that much heavy lifting. But yeah, anyways, Jimmy B and uh, his, his 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 cast of guys that he broke into the business. Yeah. Well, we need to get him going. I yeah, mean, Bardo's good. Bardo would be a good guy to have. He's he slowing down. Big Ten Jimmy games. B. Yeah, I don't think he's going to make to me. <laughs> I, I, you know what? That, I'll save that for me for a slow day because yeah. I don't think he's got a lot of shows left in him. No, no, he he, he trudges in and does his thing. Yeah, he trudges out and not a whole lot in between. No, he's getting old. He's an old yeah, man for is. crying out That's loud. You always tell him well, I don't feel is. old. Yeah, well, you are. <laughs> <laughs> so my God, um, Iowa State. What we're learning about them, and, and we saw it again yesterday. And I don't know if this is a you know if, if this is a characteristic at this point of this team, but they sure seem to sl- start slowly. Yeah, they do. Every single, I mean, there's been more, you know, uh, 
head scratching first twenty minutes, and then they come out in the second half and they get their act together. Yeah. And, and this this game yesterday against Alcorn State, who again, I have no idea who they are or what they are. Another terrible swag team. Right. Um, but they started slow again in that basketball game, Trent. They had to make a. And I think they hit the last shot of the first half to take the lead into right. the locker room. So, But then they come out and blow them away. Got on the boards. That was good to see. And after what happened at Iowa, though, they got the victory. That I think that was, I'm going to guess that was a lot of the practice. We can't get beat on the boards like this. Mm-hmm. And they, they hit the offensive glass hard. Didn't shoot it particularly well. It was a mundane environment, as you'd anticipate. Sure. Game like that. Yep. You know, coming off the heels of Iowa game. And right. Then, it's Alcorn State. And it was, what time did it tip? Five, I think? It was, it was late. It was a, I think it was six. Was it six? Yeah, it, it was an evening game. It, yeah, I mean, Late just, afternoon, early evening, right? You got finals week coming up. Students aren't showing up. Just, just kind of everything. Yep. Got the victory. You're fine. Another win, and now... 22 offensive rebounds. You get ready for a huge game for both teams you Saturday. Know. Yep. Iowa State, you and I, this is... The mythical state championship. It is, yep. yeah. State championship shirts and padding the resume... Both teams mm-hmm. still, they're thinking. Now, it's there's a lot of work still to be had on each side. Mm-hmm. For Iowa State, it's the Big 12. For you and I, it's 15-3 and three maybe you have to go in the MVC. I mean, you're going to have to put together a really good record if you don't win Arch Madness. And what we're finding is a pretty good conference yes. this year. Yeah. Uh, the win from Loyola down to Florida last week. Uh, Illinois State's always talented, though they're very young. Missouri State was the favorite coming in, and they've mm-hmm. been pretty good. So you go through, Valpo was undefeated. They finally got knocked off, and I think they got beat bad by somebody good over the weekend. But it's a tough conference. And going and playing Southern Illinois, those are the games you have to win. You know, the, the middle of the road and the bad teams in the conference, you have to win those games on the road, and you have to do it at a high level. Then you have to hold serve at home. It's difficult to do. Even the best U and I teams look back. There was only one where they went 17-1. and one. Usually it is that 14-4, and four, 15 and 3 when you're mm-hmm. contending for a title. And even that it's it's very difficult. I mean any conference is difficult to do. These teams know you so well. Yeah. They the, know what you're doing. And the coaches know do. each other so yes. well too. Uh you know the the big takeaway I guess nationally from the weekend in, in college basketball the number 1 and the number 2 team in the country fall. Mm-hmm. That Boston College Duke game was fun. Did you see the end of it by the way? I did. Yeah. Why did they turn the lights out on the floor during the court rush? Did you, did you I I couldn't figure that safety wise. You, you're going to flip the lights off in the auditorium? It made no sense. It made no sense whatsoever. I mean, they, the students, the entire crowd. I mean, there were yeah. grown men and women right. that wanted to get caught up in that thing. I, hey, it's Duke. I get it. Kind of. I get it. I mean, I understand the students. I'm not sure I'll ever be comfortable with grown men and women <laughs> participating, but uh, say la vie. Um, but to turn the lights out, that was... I wondered if they were doing it like, you know, when the teacher, you're all, your classroom's loud and she'd flip the lights a couple of times. Or at the end of the night when the bar's closing, right, they right. shut the lights off. Yeah, and you flip it a couple go. of times. Yeah, let's, let's get rolling. But they, and then they didn't come back on. I, I know it. It's not didn't wasn't thought out. I'm gonna. No, say. I don't think so either. Last thing, and, and I'm not. It's, it's Kansas. Um, yep. Are you coming around at all, Trent? I've been trying to tell you, there's something missing in this Kansas team. They're not good defensively. Now I understand Arizona State's one of the best offensive teams, but they're not getting stops. They can score. And but, don't they have another big one this week? Kansas has another decent non-con this week, I thought. Uh, let me scroll through here. I want to say they've got a decent game this week. Nebraska. Okay, so. Eh. Saturday. Saturday. They're That's at, the one they're at Nebraska. 
And Nebraska Creighton was good for a while. It I watched was, some of that yeah. game on uh, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, two nineteen. Yeah, I uh, watched some of that game. McDermott's got a pretty nice team. I'm not ready yet. Okay, but let's get Blair Kirk off on the show tomorrow. We will. Our Big Twelve guy who One obviously knows the Jayhawks. Yep, very incredibly well. well. But you're right. There, there's something off. Now it could be the big guy that's suspended. Probably will be back pretty soon. Okay. Maybe it's just as simple as that. Getting him back will kind mm-hmm. of complete the team, and they'll be back to being Kansas. I'm not overly concerned yet, but if it's oh, that suspension is going to be year long, okay. Because Devonte Graham, he's great as a second fiddle guy, lead guy not so much. Mm-hmm. Svi, boy, he has for as good of a shooter as he is, he has some ugly shots. <laughs> there are just times where he just looks terrible. But then there's the other times where he goes for 28 and he hits seven threes. And like yeah, there's going to be a lot of those nights. Yeah. We'll take a time out. Mark Morehouse going to jump on in here. We'll talk uh, Hawkeyes uh, with Mark. I see the pinstripe people were in town this weekend prior yeah. to the Iowa game. I'm not sure if Mark made it for that press of veil or not. Uh, but they're under a thousand tickets sold. Ooh. Under a thousand tickets sold. Uh, to the Pinstripe Bowl, at least through the University of Iowa. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll take a timeout. We'll uh, talk Hawks with Mark on the other side of this timeout. Bama Bob this hour, Dylan Monson on Iowa State at one twenty. Lots of NFL conversation in the 1 o'clock hour. Three of the four locals win. No, it wasn't the Bears. It was the Vikings yeah. that went down to defeat. We'll do a lot of NFL coming up here. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are here Monday through Friday, noon to 2, talking local sports with you on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Hi, I'm Baron Geiger, president of Caring Hands in Altoona. For 15 years, Caring Hands has been providing food, clothing, and other types of assistance to our neighbors here in the Southeast Polk community in Pleasant Hill and in Bondurant. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank our many donors and volunteers. Together, we have provided over 180,000 meals and over 30,000 items of clothing this year. If you're interested in partnering or helping out at Caring Hands, you can find all the information you need at our website, caringhandsiowa.org. On behalf of all of us from here at Caring Hands, we'd like to wish you a very merry Merry Christmas. <gasps> Hear that? That's the sound of speechless. Like when you give her an unforgettable gift from Jared the Galleria of Jewelry. Whether it's one of the hundreds of new pieces in our collection, one of the exclusive pieces you can only find at Jared, or a custom piece we create just for you, Jared is the place to find the gift. I love it that takes her breath away. And that's why he went to Jared. The 
premier college basketball event in the Midwest. The High V Classic returns to Wells Fargo Arena in Des Moines Saturday, December 16th. See the Iowa Hawkeyes take on the Drake Bulldogs at 1 p.m., followed by the Iowa State Cyclones and the UNI Panthers at 3.30. Tickets are available now at highvtix.com, the Wells Fargo Arena box office, any Des Moines or Ames High V location, or by calling 844-55-HIGH-V. 1908 Draft House is the Metro's favorite sports bar, dedicated to fans of Chicago baseball, University of Iowa, Iowa State, college basketball, and football. 1908 Draft House serves yummy food in a great sports atmosphere with tons of TVs, with locations in Johnston, Waukee, and Des Moines, and now opening their fourth Metro location in West Des Moines at 50th and EP True. Perfect for lunch, happy hour, dinner, or just to watch the game. Meet your friends at a 1908 near you today. Every time you light a cigarette, you're taking away five minutes of your life. What matters most, a cigarette or your family? This is Ashley with Central Iowa Vapors, and I'm not going to beg you, but what I am going to do is let you know Central Iowa Vapors is here to save you. Stop into Central Iowa Vapors and allow yourself the freedom again. I challenge you to come in to Central Iowa Vapors and make the switch today and throw the cigarettes away. The professionals at Central Iowa Vapors are ready when you are. Visit us online at iowaesigs.com for location details. And always remember, it's not smoke, it's vapor. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Happy holidays to all of you. This is the National Alliance on Mental Illness of Greater Des Moines. We offer education, support, and advocacy on mental health issues. Please remember three things during this busy season you are not alone the illness is not your fault and never give up hope call 850-1467 or go to namigdm.org for more information happy new year since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I with you until uh, 2 o'clock here today. Jim Harbaugh got his quarterback for the next couple of years. Shea Patterson, Ole Miss starter this year, threw 17 touchdowns to nine picks. I uh, didn't light him up. Certainly, he's a pro-style quarterback. Couldn't run to save his life. Um, but, uh, I mean, Harbaugh needs a quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Michigan needed a quarterback in the worst way. And due to the NCAA uh, sanctions 
all the old Miss kids are going to be eligible right away. Let's get to Mark Morehouse. He joins us as we go inside the Big Ten and inside the Hawks. Uh, Mark, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on, Mark Morehouse. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Uh, uh, doing well. Appreciate it. Uh, how well, How did your tweet go over uh, from Saturday, Mark, when you uh, uh, let the people behind the curtain as far as ticket sales to the pinstripe ball? I'm assuming your Twitter feed was uh, inundated with uh, reasons for uh, such lack of tickets being sold. Yeah, that was a, it was a splash. And to me, I think everybody kind of saw that coming. I don't think there's a big surprise. I mean, I think maybe there's some sticker shock of seeing, you know, the, the actual number, which was not a thousand, more like 740. Mm. So yeah, that, but that's, you know, there's mitigation that goes along with that. I mean, it, it just has to come along with that. These are the people who are calling Iowa. Not everyone calls Iowa, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Iowa has, uh, whatever, however, 20,000 people out in the corridor. Maybe a few of them care about football uh, out in the New York corridor. I mean, uh, maybe a few of them care about the Hawkeyes in football, but we'll see. I mean, uh, I think everyone knew that was going to be ugly, and they don't like seeing it, but I think they get it. Uh, New York was going to be a tough sell, and I'm not sure – I'm not sure the long-term viability of this bowl game. I mean, I I'm think it's a you. nice splash. It makes the big. It, it gets the Big Ten. A, I guess a shingle up out in the East. But to me, it's uh, it's not warm. Nope. It's the logistics are a nightmare and the uh, cost. Uh, cost and uh, the opponent. I mean, Boston College is, is a fine team. I think it's a. You know, this is Iowa needs to win this game, and I think Boston College is a favorable opponent for that. I'm not saying they're going to win the game, but. Uh, they should, and that's it. I mean, that's really it. I mean, that's uh, you, you get a good matchup going to this bowl game probably, and uh, um, not much else. I mean, these guys, I think a lot of these guys would take uh, hanging out on the beach down in Tampa, Tampa hmm. over going to New York. This is the worst team that Iowa's played in a bowl game since when, Mark? <sighs> that's a good question. Uh, I... The the Steve Spurrier U.S. Uh, uh, South Carolina team, two thousand eight. I think record. Yeah, two thousand eight yeah. uh, Outback Bowl. I think that that team was had a decent record, but when we got there, it was clear that Steve Spurrier didn't want to be there, <laughs> and his team reflected every inch of that uh, that, that attitude. And uh, you knew early in the week that it was going to be a butt kicking, and it was. Indeed it was. Uh, Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette, is our guest. Mark, Josh Jackson, I know you wrote about him late last week. Uh, Today uh, he's All-American, AP All-American, him and his teammate Josie Jewell, both named that team. Every mock draft I see, uh, Mark, and as a Broncos fan, I've reached that point in uh, in this season where it's time to look at the mocks. Um, And everyone I look at... I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of with you, Ken. Right. Uh, Josh Jackson's on every single one of them in the first round. I know that he's not going to come out at least we don't anticipate he's going to come out and declare at this point when do you think that will happen mark i mean uh, when when do you think we would hear definitively from josh jackson will he wait until after the bowl you know uh, i'm going off what's happened in the past um adrian claiborne in whenever whatever year it was that he decided to come back i want to say 2009 um, he said he's coming back. And the guys who say they're coming back, they usually do it right about now. Uh, Brandon Sheriff said it about now. So the guys that are coming back usually let people know. Uh, Desmond did let people know after the bowl game. 
But uh, usually it's you want to say good news, news that people will like and receive with, yeah, we're getting blank back. So usually that news sneaks out by now. If it's, a, if it's something that they, they know the fans won't want to hear, then that usually comes out later after the ball, Desmond being a, a notable exception to that. But uh, I think he's gone. I mean, I just kept waiting for him. We talked to him, uh, what was it, last week? I kept waiting for him to say, I mean, every, every time he got to that point, he'd kind of trail off. And that's really kind of his personality. He's not a, he's, he's, he's just really, really a quiet dude. And he's really, uh, uh, I believe when he says that he's, you know, he wants to do things for the team. And so I don't think he's going to insert himself above or in, in a conversation in front of the team. That's just not his personality. Um, I think he's let all year, Josh Jackson has let what he's done on the field do all the talking. And I think right now, in regards to the NFL and whether or not he's coming back, I think he's letting that do the talking, too. Interesting note, last week we asked him, you know, who's feeling the calls from agents? His mom is. So mm. I, uh, I don't think – I think they had to probably throw that plan together because I'm guessing in August <laughs> no, one, no one had any idea that Josh Jackson would probably have this, uh, this important decision to make. They know if he was going to be a starter. Mm-hmm. There was three guys open. Exactly. There. And uh, here we are. Hey, one other guy, James Daniels. We know the bloodlines. Obviously, father played at Ohio State. Highly decorated. Picked the Hawkeyes out of over Ohio State and Alabama coming out. Still just a true junior. Any chance, at the very least, he uh, explores some things, the big center? Yeah, I'm, it'd be crazy for him not to give his name to the NFL Draft Advisory Committee and see what comes back. You know, they give three grades. First round, second round, and stay in school. And uh, it'd be interesting to, for James Daniels to get that feedback. Uh, as parents made it really sound like some other juniors were looking at it. And, uh, you know, Josie Jewell last year quietly looked at it. So guys can quietly look at it without much fanfare. Um, I, right now, I want to say maybe five centers matter in every draft and, and, and undrafted free agency period. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's going to be difficult to be one of those five guys. Daniels probably is one of those guys, but he's probably, if he comes back another year, he can probably bring himself higher on that list, maybe maybe compete for the Remington Award, and really go in with a, a huge resume. So I'm guessing he's probably coming back, but you know, if that's out there and he gets the right grade, who knows? What uh, what kind of avails will you have between now and uh, and the pinstripe bowl as far as with the football, whether it's coordinators, whether it's with uh, Kirk himself? What kind of what kind of opportunities will the press have with them? Uh, I know there'll be a co- coordinators. Um, I want to say that'll probably be. Hmm, there was a time I had an idea in my head and I blank and when it was going to be, but uh, uh, there will be coordinators. Um, there will be at, at least one or two more times with the players. Finals week right now. I think mm-hmm. we'll get the coordinators this week because they are not actually students. <laughs> uh, players will probably be off limits this week, so we will probably get coordinators, maybe parents, this week. Um, and then I know there'll probably be a after finals. I don't know a lot of the, if a lot of these guys are going home or if any of them are going home. But uh, I think after finals, we'll probably get one or two more shots with the players, and, uh, and maybe we'll find some news out like uh, anybody else. Thinking about going pro, and, and the reason I brought the coordinators thing up is, is I just wonder, you know, I'm, I'm guessing that some of the guys that are further down the depth chart are starting to maybe uh, open some eyes as far as coaching staff. I mean, we know that there's going to be a need to replace three senior linebackers. Jackson's going to be uh, gone. We all we all feel that. I just wondered if you heard anything, Mark, as far as 
you know, what's uh, so, some names that maybe we're not real familiar with at this point that uh, we will get familiar with in the years to come? Anybody standing out? Have you heard? Um, I, I, I've not heard much on that front. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think, and you kind of caught me in this one, but. Uh, we can ask the coordinators, <laughs> yeah. and they have, they will have had a few weeks of uh, uh, bowl prep. You bring up linebackers. I think that's a hugely important position, and I think it says a lot that they're out uh, recruiting a junior college guy. Mm-hmm. I want to say his name is Will Honus from somewhere in Kansas. Looks like a, a guy who has some decent offers, K-State being one, so that's, you know, that's a representative guy. The fact that they're out in a JUCO, and I think Seth Wallace and Phil Parker and maybe even Ferentz are down visiting him today. So full court uh, on Will Honus. Um, they need linebackers. I, if I had to come up with a linebacker depth chart off the top of my head, probably Nick Neiman, at outside linebacker, probably either Aaron Menz or Menz, Monty yeah. Jones at weak side. And then uh, inside, probably uh, Christian Welsh or Jack Hockaday. You know a name I heard yesterday, Mark, and it had to. It went, you know, there was a back and forth after the Snyder arrest uh, from yesterday. There, yeah. was, there was speculation as, as um, you know, we wonder if he could move to one of the outside linebacker spots. His size, you know, uh, yeah, he's as big as, if not bigger than, um, Kevin Ward, who was the backup outside linebacker this year. Um. Yeah. I, I maybe. Uh, I, I don't. I, I wonder about the you know coming off two torn ACLs. I'm wondering about how much power he'll be to mm-hmm. to run through tackles mm-hmm. and to stay with tight ends and that kind of thing. But uh, rehab is amazing, and I I fully expect him to come back next fall, and be healthy. He'll have to sit out a game, maybe yep. two, because of the OWI. But uh, I I don't see that move. I just okay. don't. I it makes sense, but I. I just don't see it. I, it's a totally different position. The outside linebacker plays a lot on the line of scrimmage, so you've got to have a guy with some leverage, a little, a bit of a taller guy. Otherwise, he's just going to get picked up and hugged by an offensive lineman and get <laughs> carried down the field. Hey, uh, last thing for you, Mark. You mentioned recruiting Will Hannes, the uh, kid from down in Kansas, the linebacker. That's the name. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, Trent. That's the name. Uh, but what about John Wagner? I haven't had a chance to talk to you since his commitment, four-star kid from here in central Iowa. Maybe a, a different path than normal to get to this point, but he's uh, ready to sign it. And December twentieth, we'll get that first signing day. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I think he's a great get. I, I hope that that uh, that he's open to a little bit of position flexibility, mm-hmm. at least finding a home. I, I want to see if he's quick enough to play and explosive enough to play defensive end because he is. Then he's a defensive end and and uh, bookend him with. Uh, Oh, that this kid AJ Epineza. Maybe you guys have heard of him. Yeah, there's a lot of um, news about him. But, but let's see. Let's see how he stacks up that way. I mean, if he's got that sort of rush move where you have to put him a defensive end, then I think yes, do that absolutely. Don't mess around with that. Play him there. But if he's you know if he doesn't have the quicks that AJ Epineza has, or even even Anthony Nelson, if he's lacking those top end quicks and explosion, make him an offensive tackle. Make him an offensive tackle now because you, they need offensive tackles. So be open there, have that discussion. I think I bring this up mainly because Matt Nelson probably would have been a really good offensive tackle. Yeah. Now he's a decent defensive tackle, but you know, the, the, it's, to me it's, uh, it's tantalizing to think about what he would have been. So, yeah, I, I don't get too caught up in position, I think, with John Wagner. I, I think he's a good enough athlete to probably play defensive end, but if it's not, you know, they have a lot of defensive ends right now. 
Get him out to tackle. Yeah, and uh, and Epineza, and uh, you mentioned Anthony Nelson. Anthony Nelson, I thought, a breakout year this year. going to be great that he's got two years left to continue to develop because I thought he was really good. Mark, we'll uh, run I you do down. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, we'll, we'll run you down uh, next Monday if that's okay. Hopefully we'll have that opportunity to talk to the coordinators. Thank you, Mark Morehouse. You bet. Take care, you guys. Good to talk to you. Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette, thegazette.com backslash sports. Bama Bob's here next. We continue on in the one in the one o'clock hour. Dylan Montz at one twenty on Iowa State. Look forward to that and a lot of NFL conversation. We will sprinkle in a little MLB as the hot stove is underway uh, in Florida. Uh, and a couple of guys uh, finally uh, heard their names. Inclusion into the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. One I'm good with, one I never thought he was a Hall of Famer, Trent. All right. I never once in my never. A good player, but is Trammell a Hall of Famer? I... Well, very good. That's what I always thought he was. Yeah. We'll take a time out. We'll, we'll find some time for that in the 1 o'clock hour. Trent Connor and myself with you two, until 2, as we are every Monday through Friday on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. First Light with Evan Henning, every weekday from 8 to 9 a.m. on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making MyPillow possible. Years ago, when I invented MyPillow, I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I'd flip-flop all night, or wake up with a sore neck or headache. So that's why I invented MyPillow. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my MyPillows and get another one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to buy a MyPillow and get another absolutely free. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines. This is Jake Sweezy from 1700 KBGG. In a car crash, unbuckled passengers can become projectiles and increase the risk of hurting or killing others in the car by 40%. Make zero fatalities your goal. Buckle up every seat, every time. Budgeting your fun this holiday season? Luxor Limousines is now offering midweek discounts on all holiday light tours. Sunday through Thursday, mention you heard it on air and get your midweek discount. Google Luxor Limousines today. That's Luxor with two X's. Hear that? That's the sound of speechless. Like when you give her an unforgettable gift from Jared the Galleria of Jewelry. Whether it's one of the hundreds of new pieces in our collection, one of the exclusive pieces you can only find at Jared, or a custom piece we create just for you, Jared is the place to find the gift I love it. that takes her breath away. And that's why he went to Jared. Are you still searching for that perfect gift? Dell has an amazing selection with something for everyone on your list. 
Check out Dell.com to find the best brands of electronics, like gorgeous LG TVs, plus the hottest laptops with Intel Core processors and the latest gaming PCs. There's still time to get something great under the tree. And did we mention there's free shipping on everything? Call 800 by dell That's 800 by dell Hey guys, Trent Condon here from 1700. You've been hearing me for a couple of months talk about New Leaf Wellness. I'm on a couple of programs helping me lose weight, and it has worked outstanding for me. The two treatment programs that I'm on right now, the GAC and the MIC, helping me with my energy levels, weight loss, increasing muscle tone. It's worked wonderfully for me. New Leaf Wellness has a lot of different programs they can help with guys out there. Low testosterone, maybe you're battling migraines, looking to lose weight, or maybe you just hit a plateau in your workout system. New Leaf Wellness can help you like they've helped me. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Year right around the corner. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. Hi, my name is Melanie Brown. I'm the executive director of the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Iowa chapter. I would like to thank all of you for your support this year. We have made huge strides in cancer research and are making it a reality for more patients to come home for the holidays. In this season of hope, please consider giving the gift of life by going to lls.org or calling 515-270-6169. We at the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society want to wish everyone a happy holidays and a safe and healthy New Year. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at HartmanFlags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor and myself taking you up until 2 o'clock. Jimmy B and TC for your afternoon drive home. They'll be on your radio from 4 until 6 o'clock. Let's talk college football, shall we? He's Bama Bob. He joins us at this time each and every Monday, and today is no different. Hello, Bama. How are you? I'm doing great, Kenny. How are you? I'm doing fine. A couple of things I wanted to get to. Watching the NFL game last night, uh, Alex Collins, the running back for the Ravens, Boys, I don't know how I missed this. I don't remember, and it's crazy because I think they put out the stat last night, Bama, that there was you know, only three guys in the history of the SEC that had three consecutive 1,000-yard rushing years, and I guess he was one of them, and Herschel Walker was another one of them, I think. Uh, just two yeah. names that we know, and then Alex called. Do you remember him at Bama? I mean, at, uh, at Arkansas, Bama? Because I... I don't, and it hasn't been that long ago, which is the crazy thing. Yeah, I, you know, I do remember him a little bit, but they were so far off the radar, Ken. Maybe I mean, that's it. It was almost like a, you know, one of these, I don't know, Rashard Penny kind of guys, you yeah. know, who's going to 
all kinds of records. I mean, he's breaking Marshall Falk's records, and, you know, unless you're really a diehard college football fan, you don't really know about it. Um, but, I mean, listen, he certainly made some noise down here, uh, you know, particularly when he, you know, he played Alabama and Auburn every year. So the name is familiar. I don't think the accomplishments are. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, when you're talking – you know, Herschel Walker and guys like that. I mean, you are talking absolute, not only SEC, but just college football royalty. Right. And anytime your name is associated with uh, with Herschel, it's usually not a bad thing. No doubt. Don't want to spend a ton of time on calls, but we do have a, a lot, lots to get to, Bama. Uh, you know, and I, I specifically, purposely, I guess, better way to put this, didn't bring this up with Trent in the open because I want to get his take on this too. And, and logistically, I have no idea how this would they would ever pull this off. And you have to remember that we're talking about, I mean, I, I these, these are still at the end of the day college kids, right? But there's right. a big buzz for this weekend. Can you imagine the television ratings had Alabama and Ohio State be slated to play for the a play-in game to get into the playoff this coming Saturday afternoon? And on the surface, it seems like, oh, my God, what a great idea. Let's do it. But, hey, guys, it's not going to happen every year that the four and the five would come down to that. What if you've got three teams that are vying for one spot? On the surface, Bama seems, and Trent, it seems like a great idea. It's never going to happen. Yeah, I don't think it will either, Ken. Um, and, you know, look, I, I, I waffle back and forth a little bit on this, on whether we should expand the playoff, you know, to the to – to an NCAA kind of, you know, playing game, you know, like they do for the NCAA tournament. And because, listen, really, those games don't, you know, generate much buzz. Although I understand if you're talking about a 4-5 playing game to the college football playoffs, you know, that's basically a, an Elite Eight game, uh, if you will, if you want to equate it to basketball. But I just, I've, I've been opposed to expanding this, you know, mainly because there's no remuneration for the kids, Um you know, had that happened, guys, I can tell you from a schedule. Now, if you're going to make it at a neutral site, uh, I think that's, you know, another logistical challenge, you know, for fans to have to now maybe go to three games. We talked about playing it on campus. Uh, I can tell you for Alabama's point of view, they had the state uh, high school championships at Bryant-Denny uh, one day in the snow last week. That, so that would have, uh, you know, they, they couldn't use that venue. Uh, you're talking about adding uh, almost a 16th game now, if you will, mm-hmm. to a lot of these schedules, and that's an NFL season, and we've seen what's happened in the NFL late in the year, Carson Wentz yesterday, and then, of course, you know, you see Tom Savage with the concussion, and those things can happen at any time, but there is a there is a correlation to extra games, you know, the Thursday night games in the NFL being one of the things that, that nobody likes, especially the players, and and the injuries. So, yeah, I get it. It would make a lot of money. It would generate a lot of buzz. But, you know, at the end of the day, Ohio State could have, uh, you know, they could have gotten in had they beaten Iowa. Um, and I'll tell you something else, Ken. I would have hated to see it take away from Army-Navy. Now, maybe you play that game at night. Uh, you still give Army-Navy the daytime window, uh, you know, the 2.30 window, whatever. Um, but I, I don't know. I just – there's always going to be debate. If you expand it to eight, we're going to be arguing over nine and ten. Mm-hmm. There's, to me, there's if you're ever going to do eight, there's one clean way to do it, and that is your five conference champions, your your top group of five, uh, group of five yeah, teams. group of five, and then two at large. Now yeah. we're going to be arguing over the two at large, but I think I will say this: I think from a group of eight, you would get a true national champion. I'm, I think there are a couple teams, Ohio State being one, uh, maybe Wisconsin another. Although I don't really believe that too heavily. 
that might be capable of winning two games in the playoff this year. So I, I'm not sure we have the best four teams. I'm pretty sure with eight, you're going to get the best two teams eventually. Um, but, you know, look, it's not going to happen. Uh, they, they love the debate. They love to talk about it, and we just move on. Bama, you mentioned Army-Navy, beautiful game in the what snow. A game. Entertaining, Great. had it all. I saw the highest TV rating since 1994 How about that? for the game. Yeah. Uh, what do you get your thoughts? Jeff Munkin, a, a guy that was under Paul Johnson at Georgia right. Tech, went to Georgia Southern, and uh, the triple option. Now, it's got to be the right circumstance. We've seen teams try it, but could this be the next guy maybe to get a shot, bring the triple option to maybe not even power five, but move up another rung from Army? Yeah, I think you know he certainly would have a you know shot. Just look what he's done. I mean, guys, they have a chance for a ten win season. Yeah, think about I mean, that. Army, yeah, and they've yeah. been they've been bad for the you know you know for the last I don't know ten twelve years. It's been all Navy, a little bit of Air Force mixed in. But uh, I think he's a guy if he wants to go somewhere. Certainly going to have chances. I hope he doesn't. But you know you know look, it's you know, everybody's entitled to earn a living and uh, and everything else. But I, I just the game itself. I mean, how do you just I mean, you see these kids. The only thing missing from that, you know, I love the snow. Uh, but the only thing it took away from was the flyover. And, you know, I yeah, just, they yeah. were covering the Blue Angels this year, which is from my hometown of Pensacola, you know, the Navy Flight Demonstration Team. And, you know, they were scheduled to, to, to do the flyover, but obviously couldn't, along with some Black Hawk helicopters. And, you know, I don't know. It, to me, the, the game had everything. It was a true throwback. A lot of, a lot of younger generation probably didn't like it, probably don't understand the significance of it, which is sad. Um, but, you know, this is the one time that I will allow, uh, you know, them to use the term student-athletes because every one of those kids on that field was a student first and then an athlete second. Um, but what a game. You know, the forward pass was almost optional. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, both of these teams. And, you know, the, the quarterback for Navy, my goodness, that kid looked like he weighed 170 pounds and he just kept, you know, play after play after and then you saw the, and I can't remember the linebacker's name. I should have, but you know the the one the one dive there where he clipped his ankle. Uh, he you was know, a just, defensive end, Bam. I think you're talking about 59 oh, Voigt, right? 59. Oh my gosh, yeah. what a play! Again. I mean, to <laughs> run that guy down from what 40 yards? He was way you know, behind and, him. Right. I mean, just an incredible hustle play, and what you would come to expect from the from both of those teams, really. Um, Navy in the end, it was really they kind of. It was a lack of discipline, which mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect them, that cost him yardage on that last field goal. And you really feel for the kicker because, I mean, those were really tough circumstances. Uh, you know, maybe topped by uh, Buffalo yesterday uh, in the mm-hmm. NFL and, and that quagmire. But, you know, uh, I think if he, if he has those five or certainly the ten yards, I think he makes that kick and it's a different outcome. But, you know, listen, you know my feeling on the game. It's never going to change. Uh, I just uh, – I think we owe it to them, and it turned out to be a really good football game for two really good teams. Now, they're limited in what they can do, so if you like up and down the field, you didn't like that game, but I love that kind of football. You know, just the hustle plays in the trenches, um, you know, who, who's tougher, and I think, I can't remember who, I think it was the Army coach said basically we're, or, you know, it, it's a series of five-second fist fights. Yeah. You know, we're going to have a five-second fist fight, and we're going to go back yeah. and puddle up and do it again, and I thought that was just a great analogy, and in the end, a great football game, and you know, uh, it's on my bucket list. Way up on top of the bucket list is to get to that game. I don't care where, uh, I don't care what venue, but uh, I got to get to that one day. Yeah, the, the CBS Open was unbelievable as well. I thought that was Real just fun. fascinating. Oh, and the coach's son. I mean, how about that? I mean, just yeah. my good what that the offensive coordinator's son mm-hmm. is going through at Army. My goodness. Yeah, Our no. Navy. 
No, a terrific game, Bama. Uh, couldn't agree with you more. Uh, the other thing about it, too, guys, when was the time last time you saw it? How long did it go? Because they didn't kick until like 220, right. 225. Yeah. And when you, just run, when you run the ball as much as they're going to do in that football game, first quarter was done in 20 along. minutes. Crazy. Moves yeah, along. It, Go ahead, Bama. Did you have something else? It really was. It was refreshing because you get some of these three and a half, yes. four hour games. Throw it all this. You Yankees, Red Sox a lot. And this was. Uh, this was game one of the World Series. No, yeah, great point. Uh, Bama Baker Mayfield landslide. Uh, it shocked nobody. Uh, it truly, sure. it truly is the the best player in college football. I mean, most years you can. I think it's debatable. Um, this year, there's no really no debate. No. He was he was no. head and shoulders. Head and shoulders. Uh, you know, the off the field antics some thought might have cost him, including me. Thought uh, might have cost him some votes. In the end, it didn't. Um, you know, you you can make that debate. You know, one way or another, where it should have, whether it shouldn't have. But if you're just looking, and, you know, listen, the Heisman rules, and they kind of spit them out. You know, it's not only on the field, it's off the field, mm-hmm. and, you know, character and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, people kind of overlook that, which is fine. I mean, he was clearly the best player on the field uh, during the over the course of the season. We thought Barkley had a real shot at it midway through and then kind of tailed off. Would have really liked to have seen him and maybe Richard Penny uh be sitting there uh, even though we knew they didn't have a chance now we know whether it was only three yeah uh, <laughs> could have been only one yeah um but you know it, it i don't know if that took away from some of the ratings of it i saw the ratings were really down uh maybe the the expected outcome i think a lot of it is just the overexposure espn gives it and the fact that you're going to sit there and wait an hour for a five second announcement um <laughs> Did but you know it was coming Everybody knew it was coming. Yep. So, uh, you know, look, at the end of the day, you can't argue with it. I would have voted for him had I had a vote. Um, but, you know, uh, I, I was glad to see Lamar Jackson and, and Bryce Love at least get some attention and, you know, so a little bit of notoriety. Bama, we're out of time. We'll uh, do some bull conversation with you on Friday, all right? Sounds good, Kenny. Talk to you good then. Good to talk to you. Thank you, Bama Bob. Uh, talking college football. We are out of hour. The good news is we've got one more to go, Trent Condon. Yes. Um, we will come back. We'll do uh, Dylan Montz at one twenty. Look forward to that. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are here until 2, every Monday through Friday, talking local sports with you on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry.
Cumulus Media Des Moines encourages you to shop local, buy local this holiday season. Our local businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and a major driving force for the local economy, contributing to the tax base, which in turn supports our schools and helps to keep our infrastructure updated. Money spent locally supports all of us here and is very important to maintaining our way of life. 1700 KBGG encourages you to shop local this holiday season. Shop local is brought to you by these fine local businesses, Capital City Motors, GNL Clothing, and Central Iowa Vapors. There's nothing worse than having to get into a cold car in the winter or a warm car in the summer. And one way to avoid this at home is with an insulated garage door. Landon is here from Menards to tell us about the benefits of having an insulated garage door in your home. One of the more noticeable benefits is what you just mentioned. Parking your car in a garage with an insulated door will help to keep the inside of your vehicle cooler in the summer and warmer in the winter. That makes things a lot more comfortable when you first get into your car on a chilly winter or warm summer day. What are some of the other benefits of having an insulated garage door? Another big one is energy savings. An insulated garage door will help keep out hot and cold air so that your home stays warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer. This is especially important if you have a room that's above or adjacent to the garage. Over time, an insulated garage door will more than pay for itself in energy savings. Thanks, Landon. If you have any other questions, stop into your local Menards and talk to a friendly team member. Save big money at Menards. Yeah, while I was at my lowest, I slept under a bridge a couple of times. I would miss meals all the time. Whatever I could get from the food bank is what I had to make stretch until I could get to another food bank. It's scary. What I did is I drank a lot of water so that that would try to fill me up. Talk about hungry? I even looked in garbage cans. But then when you're hungry, you do what you have to do. Hope Ministries reminds you that hope begins with a meal. Donate today at HopeIowa.org to feed hungry Iowans and change lives. Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President and Market Manager of Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud supporter of the Des Moines East and South Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber promotes economic development, to strengthen their members' businesses and enhance the quality of life in Des Moines. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these new members. East Des Moines Body Shop, Kishat Warren Family Law, Bankers Trust Company, Downtown Branch, IEBT Sports, Junk King Des Moines, Arcveo, Angry Goldfish Pub and Eatery, Big Owl's Barbecue Southside, Conant Services Heating and Cooling, Wells Fargo Home Mortgage, Ingersoll and Army Post, Pet Supplies Plus, Trixie's Aveda Salon Altoona, and Sam and Gabe's at the Lion in Urbandale. The Des Moines East and South.